Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Mystery Group Discussion, and it is Sunday, the 27th of September, and it is 5.30 in the afternoon, Eastern Daylight Time. And it's a lovely day here. I don't know what it's doing in your neck of the woods, but it's a lovely day here. We are here to discuss Someone is Watching by Joy Fielding. And I have about 20 more pages or, well, maybe 20 minutes to go till the end of the book. But um, I will reserve my comments until the rest of you have said what you're going to say. All right, I'll go first. I wasn't going to, but I will. Um... I like this book. I usually love Joy Fielding. Um, I thought in some way, I was kind of seeing both sides of the coin, as I generally do. Um, She was so obsessed with the rape, um, and every man that she saw, she thought was the rapist. Um... In some ways, I thought it was a little much and a little long in that realm. However, looking at the other side, I could see how, if, God forbid, I was ever in that situation, I probably probably would feel the same way, would feel um, uh, very petrified most of the time, thinking that every voice, every man's voice that I heard was probably him. Um, I hate to give any spoilers, Anne, since you haven't finished the book. I kind of, I don't know what to do uh, in that case. But um, Joy Fielding did her, her usual um, I don't know what you would call what she does in almost every book, but she has um, the people that you think didn't do it are the ones that were the culprits. And But I figured out um, who the rapist was in the beginning. Um, I did not figure that her sister was involved in the the theft, to, to try to get her money. I, I'm trying not to say what happened, but I kind of, it's difficult not to. I'll go next, because I kind of agree with, with uh, Joni. I started out really liking your our heroine, and I was interested in what her job was, and I thought, this is going to be neat. Well, once she got raped, she fell apart. And I admit I've never been raped, but I thought it was extreme for someone who was trained to do the job that she was trained to do. Um, You know, as we go into it, I can see where there were forces that were really influencing her in a bad way. So she had a lot to contend with. But, you know, every time we turned around, she was crying and and practically having hysterics. 
and um, and not giving away the end. Um, I, I came away with a feeling, I'm not interested in reading any more Joy Fielding books. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to go along with what uh, what Jill and, and Joni has said. And, and I hesitate being the lone male representative in this uh, this discussion group, but I, I I just I just didn't buy the the representation. She started out presenting this character, and, and kind of like Jill, I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm going to like this character. We have a strong female. She's in, into her job and everything, and it just it just didn't it just didn't wash with me that that she would so fall apart. Now, I realize rape's a horrible thing. I'm not trying to minimize that at all. And uh, I realize PTSD probably affects people in in different ways and stuff. But but in my mind, if you're a strong person, I mean, life throws all kind of crap at all of us. And, and in my mind, if you're strong... You have to find a way to deal with it, and she just she just didn't. And I got so tired of every man she came across. She wondered, and she became a puddle of goo, basically. And it just I thought I I don't even care anymore. I just I got to where I didn't even like the character at all. The, the The one thing I liked about the book was the niece Jade, who who was the young teenager that that kind of spoke her mind, and uh, I found that kind of refreshing. But I got so tired of. Uh, uh, listening to the main character fall apart every time she turned around, it just uh, it, it it just didn't work for me. I read this book. Bob and I read it several months ago, and it was not memorable then. I do remember reading. And if you're a strong woman, you're not going to take something like that and fall apart. You might for a day or two, but you pick up your marbles and you go on. You have to. You have no choice. This was one of the biggest man-bashing things. I mean, every man was had to be evil, and I, I found that annoying, to put it mildly. Um, the I have read Joy Fielding books that I have liked, but this one did not make it. Uh, this is Judy, Joni's sister, and I, I kept going back and forth. First, I, I said I really like it, and I like Joy Fielding. Then I thought, no, this is too much. And then I would get to a part, yes, I really like this part. No, is she ever going to get out of the house? And then when she did get out of the house, she put herself into situations that, why would she do that? I mean, it was only to hurt herself. Um, But I was very surprised at the end. And um, then I thought, well, maybe on the whole... I liked the book, but there were parts I liked and parts that were a little drawn out. Well, I have to say that I agree with Alan and Mickey and and the rest of you folks. I just, I find it very difficult when reading a mystery. If my character has too many flaws and keeps going as the hero. I, I find this very difficult, and um, that's part of the reason why I don't like the, the Jack Reacher stuff, because he's always struggling with, you know, whatever problems he's got, and, and you know, he still keeps going and, and so forth. And I, I, um, I was rather impatient with her as well. Now, I have not 
ever experienced rape, and thank God. And um, I have to say that I would find it a difficult thing to deal with, I'm sure. And I cannot speak for women who have actually gone through the, the process, but I have to say um, that this was uh, a little over the top. And as far as, as spoilers go, I, I got the whole bit about the sister, and I've got like about 20 minutes left. <laughs> so after after this, I'm going to go down and start making my dinner, and I'm going to read the last 20 minutes of the thing. So, you know, it's no big deal. I'm sure that she finds out who raped her, and, and it's not going to be the person I thought it was, but, you know. Um, and I agree. I like the teenager. I thought she was the only sensible person around. I mean, she just, you know, she was a breath of fresh air, I got to say. Um, so I have to say, uh, I give this about, you know, two and a half stars out of five. Um, I'm not sure I'd read any more Joy Fielding, but it was, it was okay. Uh, okay, and that's about all I can say. Any other comments on these characters, the plot, the theme, the anything on this book? I'm sorry to disagree, Anne, but Jack Reacher doesn't have any flaws. <laughs> I just have to say, Anne, and this isn't really a spoiler, but when you find out who did it, then you're going to say, why, for heaven's sakes? That's true. I sort of wondered that myself, and um, I was a bit surprised by the person who did it. So was it Joni that said that she recognized who it was? My goodness, I'm impressed. Um, I really wasn't that fond of this book either, and somebody said it wasn't memorable. I agree. I read it less than a week ago. I was done with it, and I'm having trouble really putting the pieces together about it. I agree that Jade was probably one of the best characters. And I felt a little bit manipulated by the um, the sister, the half-sister, because she was portrayed as really quite a nice person. And to the point where it was kind of like, you kind of went, oh, duh, well, yeah. But on the other hand, it, she would have been so nice if she had been as good as she was. Um <sighs> As far as the reaction of the main character to the rape, um, I've never been raped either, although I have been a rape crisis uh, volunteer, which means that you've had like maybe four days of training. And some of the stuff was pretty typical of what they say happens with a person who has been raped. And some of it was maybe not typical. For one thing, you kind of um, continue on with your life and maybe act as if nothing really happened to you for literally years. And then one day when you feel safe enough, you, you fall apart. And you fall apart in very much the same way that she did at that point. But uh, anyway, it, she probably had done some research, but she really played fast and loose with time frame and stuff like that for it. So I didn't think it was a particularly strong book either, and I probably won't be looking at any more Joy Fielding myself. Well, Joy Fielding is normally pretty good. This is the weakest book I've read of hers. 
Um, she uh, normally has a much better plot and much stronger women and all that good stuff, but this one just, just I would say, was the worst one. And on Bard, there is a book for you, Alan, in case you haven't seen it, but insists it insists on reading uh, Make Me, wait a minute, Make Me Jack Reacher. And I don't want to be Jack Reacher. I hope you, can you guys copy me? Yep. Yes, we copy you. Um, you are recording, yes? Yes, ma'am. You trained me well. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Make Me's great. I just read it. Oh, my God. Don't even, it's such a, it's really violent. Don't even love it. Are we talking about the first book? Uh, what is it? Someone is watching? Yes. What did you think? I felt double-crossed. Yes, there was a rape. Terrible, terrible thing. That Claire should have been thrown in jail, but she just laughed at everybody. I didn't break the law. It's a practical joke. Um, I kind of felt, you know, they caught the rapist, you know, the usual thing. But I, I really felt betrayed by Claire because she was so nice to her, really helping her. And I love the teenage girl, whatever her name was. It's been a while. And the girl herself who was raped it was okay, but just someone is watching. The, and it was just all a big act. So I felt fooled. Thank you. Well, this, uh, I'm sorry, this make me Jack Reacher, I, I know that's not on topic probably, but uh, that's not a Lee, that must be written by somebody else. That's not a Lee Child book, I don't think, is it? Yes, it is. I just finished it. Uh-huh. He and Michelle Chang, he has a new girl all the time. Oh, it's already on Bard? I got that from Audible the other day. Dadgummit. And one of these days I'm going to learn not to be in such a hurry. Yeah, make me. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, thanks. And I'm sure it's got to be the commercial audio book that came out that fast. All right. No, no, no. I read it on Audible. You guys just mentioned it as I came in. The Dodgers are losing. I'll stick to the mystery book. I don't want to think about the Dodgers. So I came over. But uh, no, it's on Audible. I don't know that it's on Bard. Oh, thanks. I feel better then because I'm, I'm about to read it too. So good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Are we picking books or just mentioning? There's a book called Still Life. Kind of thought thought of, and it's by some guy. He writes about Montreal Canadian. I don't remember his name. And it's a gentle book, and he solves the crime. He's a detective. And you guys have talked about Canadian mysteries before. I'm not here to recommend it. I haven't read it. What you're talking about, I think, Bob, are the the Inspector Gamache books, and we read one of them, but it wasn't the first one in the series. And me being me, I went back and read Still Life, and I really got hooked, and now I'm on book five. And um, even my daughter, who I don't think of as a, as a particular mystery reader, is very attached to this, this whole group and and um so i would suggest that anybody who hasn't looked at the at the inspector gamache books uh which are written by louise penny go back and take another look because i really enjoy them yeah i think the one we read was the most recent one in the series it seems like because it was like toward the end of his career and stuff if if i'm recalling the, the the right one didn't have something about a a cell phone tower they were up in trying to do some stuff and this and that and the other and uh uh yeah well i don't remember that i do remember reading it but i don't remember that but yeah it's louise penny as in nickel and it is um 
Yeah, the ins- Inspector Gamache mysteries. They're very good. I like them. Yep. And I saw the review on uh, DB Review. I saw it just uh, just yesterday or the day before. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like nobody has too much more to say about um, the Joy Fielding book. So, I have encountered a brand new author, to me anyway, um, and this is another Penny, but this is Thomas Penny, um, and he writes books set in New York, Western New York, which is my neck of the woods, and his main character is a, um, well, what's the best word to describe um, half half Native American um, girl who helps people who need to disappear for whatever reason. You know, either they're escaping a a abusive husband or they're escaping some other kind of of uh, you know tragedy or other, and she helps them disappear and get a whole new life. And I have the first one. I, I read um, one of the books that was later in the series called A String of Beads, which um, was, uh, I don't know, like the fourth or fifth one along. But I know you guys don't like to do that, so I went back and I checked on the series. And the first one in the series is called A Vanishing Act. And it's by Thomas Perry. That's it. Not Penny, but Perry. Thomas Perry. Um, This is not Ann Perry, but Thomas Perry. And um, I don't have a DB number uh, offhand, but I recommend it highly. I don't know if you guys want to do it next time. Um, Have we got any other suggestions? I have a suggestion, or I don't know if it's a suggestion. This one caught my eye on the uh, popular category list in Bard, and I was wondering if anybody's read it or read this guy. It's called Chill of Night by John Lutz, and it's narrated by Scott Brick, who you all know I really like. Uh, reading time around 16 hours. Suspense fiction, but it's about this serial killer that leaves a red letter J calling card on all his victims. He apparently is killing jurors that have uh, found not guilty verdicts for in certain trials. I and mean, that that's kind of Alan's messed up paraphrase of the uh, the NLS annotation. So, has anybody ever read this guy or, or heard of this book? John Lutz is terrific. Thomas Perry is terrific. So you got I, I would go with either one of them or both. Um, and I have found an author that I've, I've, I met her, or I found her on um, proofreading for Bookshare, but it's all available on Bard, uh, Elaine Vietz, V-I-E-T-S. And her things are to be put, I would say, between two, you know, if, if we were doing both of those books, the Thomas Perry and the other, I would put Elaine in the middle because they're, it's it's very gentle. I mean, 
Well, if you can call solving murders gentle, uh, but it, it isn't very descriptive of the murder. And God help us, there's not a word of sex involved. Other than that, it's a good book. <laughs> well, the, the, usually what we do is all three. Eventually, I'll leave it to you guys. I, I hesitate to vote because I'm going to be reading The Count of Monte Cristo all week, all month. But anyway, um, so I don't make promises to any book clubs. If I get a chance, I'll do it. But uh, but so but I like you know I I like to see the first one. We read about serial killers so often and uh, cutting their skin off and Rosary Girls, which was great, but it was horrible. You know the and I'm not I like I mean obviously I like Jack Reacher, so I must like violence, but sometimes it's overdone. But we could we could. Just go with all three. That's up to you guys, though. Oh, my gosh. More books? Um, I have downloaded Chill of Night by John Lutz. That name was very familiar, but I don't think that I've read anything of his. Thomas Perry, I don't know. Um, um, Ian, you had spoken about an author. Was it Winslow or Winslow or something like that that writes books about a priest that's a detective or uh, I, I was intrigued by those books but I I think I downloaded one of them but I don't remember his name and I don't remember the name of, I think he has a series do you know who I'm talking about? Kinsley K-I-N-Z-E-L-E I think I can't think of his first name um um, it's William Keenzel, and I don't have a spelling, because uh, I tried once before to spell it, but it's, I think it's K-I-E-N, it may be Z-E-L or S-E-L, um, I can find out, uh, hang on one second, I've got a bunch of his books, and I've downloaded a bunch of them. And I'm reading them sort of piecemeal, you know, one one and one, you know, in between other things. Yeah, I'm supposed to start the Count of Monte Cristo, too. <laughs> too many books, too little time. Oh, God. All right, hang on. Let me check. Um, but, yeah, William Keenzel, and I believe he is or was a Catholic priest, and his main character is a Catholic priest, and he has a sidekick who is the chief of police, which is why you thought he he was um, a policeman, but he isn't. But he solves mysteries. So hang on one second, and I'll get the right spelling. Hold on. I'm sorry. It's K-I-E-N-Z-L-E, and, and um, he was a Catholic priest. He died, I think, in 2004 or five. And I thought his books were tremendous. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now I don't have to go look. Okay. Well, my my suggestion would be that we do all three. And that will take care of everything till the end of the year. Isn't that cool? That is a wowzer. All right. So if we do... Um, how about if we do Vanishing Act and then... Did you say Leeds... No. Bleats? No. Something like that. Um, the, uh, 
remind me of the name. Uh, i got to write this down. Uh, we'll put the, the mild book in the middle and then do John Lutz for uh, December. What do you think? V-I-E-T-S, and she has several series going, so maybe you'd like to check up, check on which series you'd like to start the book one on. Um, she has one on dead-end jobs, one on uh, a, uh, someone who does uh, shopping, uh, and a couple of others. She's got, I think, four series going. What's her first name again? It's V-I-E-T-S, last name? Elaine. Sorry, one more time. Kate was talking at the same time you were. Oh, that, you know, I got a daughter, Kate. She does the same thing to me. Elaine, E-L-A-I-N-E. Are these on Bard or Bookshare or both? What? I said, are these on Bard or Bookshare or both? Both? I don't know. Um... Mine, mine is on Bard. I don't know if it's on, on uh, Bookshare, but I can check. Uh, in fact, I will check because I have to s- submit the blurb. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, all right. So I have written all this down, and I have written down that in October, on the uh, let's see. The 1st of October is a Thursday, so, okay, the 4th, the 11th, the 18th, the 25th. Okay, on the 25th, we are going to be doing Vanishing Act by Thomas Perry. And then we are going to do this uh, Elaine Veets. Is she the one that wrote Shop Till You Drop or something? I saw it on Bard, and I thought, I don't know. Because <laughs> I hate shopping. <laughs> I really do. I hate shopping. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, and we'll do Elaine Veets for, excuse me, November, and then um, the John Lutz for December. Oh, does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds great to me. And if y'all tell me, I've got 12 hits on Elaine Veets and, and Bard, but if, if if Mickey can, you can give me an idea of, of a title, I, I, and I apologize, I missed some of the discussion of whether these are all, is it, these are books in a series or not, or if there's a particular one you recommend. And then if once we decide on which one, I'll give y'all all the DB numbers for the three we've picked, because I've got the other two already lined up. Um, they're very good about saying which ones are in a series and what number they are. Um, but I, I don't, I, I'm not sure. I mean, yes, they are series. Some of them aren't, and they just don't say anything about what series it's in. But Mickey, do you have, didn't you list a title for the Beats uh, book? That's what I think what he wants. I, I may have missed that too. Then I don't know the title of the book you're recommending. There are so many, I wasn't sure which way they wanted to go. Okay, but you said she's in between. I, I do remember that. She's in between the other two authors. So any of these books are in between the other two books. Right. Well, how about if you take a look on Bard, and Alan takes a look on Bard, and you get together in email, and you decide... Uh, maybe you make a couple of suggestions, and we can make the the decision on the Veets book uh, through the list. 
Does that sound reasonable? Um, and because it's for November, we've got lots of time. So, um, Alan, what's the DB number for Vanishing Act? Well, first let me say this. It's called the Josie Marcus Mystery Shopper Series that she does, that Elaine Veets does. And the first one's called Dying in Style. So, uh, you know, I know if, if y'all want to, if y'all just want to kind of decide on that one, uh, I'll be happy to, to give you the DB number for that. And then I'll give you the, uh, let me let me know what y'all think about that. Sounds like a plan. Um Dying in style sounds great. Um, you know, whatever, whatever's in fashion. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, this is kind of curious because, all right, van, van, vanishing act. The, the first one that we, the first one that we said, uh, is DB five seven one two four five seven one two four. And I've already forgotten the author's name, but whatever. Uh, and this is what's kind of curious. This dying in style that I got from Bard is the first one in the series. It's got a DBC number of 01424. What, what the heck does that mean? That means it came from another library and was submitted to them. And you, do you write? Uh, I just do the number. Is that okay? Or do I have to write DBC and then the number? You could just do the number. Yeah, um, a lot of the libraries, including New Jersey now, are submitting books to the um, MLS. And um, so, um, and I guess that they're all under DBC. I don't know what that C actually stands for. But don't let it confuse you because if you just put the number in, I think that should work. Because I think that's what I did. That's what I've been doing. Thank y'all for enlightening me. Uh, as the moderator of the Bar Talk <laughs> list, you would think I would know such things, but hey, I guess I've been deleting most of the messages lately. Okay, well that's that's the uh, dying and style number again, DBC O one four two four, and then finally for December chill of night is DB eight zero four one six. Okay, I've got them all, and. Um I will write the blurb for October, uh, hopefully by Tuesday. Um, and uh, I've also, uh, Bob, I'll get the um, I'll get the fantasy recording to you ASAP. But I've I've been out of the house most of this weekend. So anyway. Um, all right, we've got everything all lined up, and I will submit the the blurb. And thank you all for coming, and thank you all especially for um, being willing to start later than usual because of my uh, my having to go to see spam a lot. But I I really do appreciate it. So thank you much, Lee, everybody. And if nobody has any other comments, I'm out of here.